Hey guys, welcome back to Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. Um, I'm your host, Millie, Milliliter. Find me on Snapchat, Milliliter23. Um, find us on Instagram <laughs> at Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. Um, today I'm being joined by my lovely friends, Stefan Addis. Back for more. I haven't scared them away yet, so thank you guys for coming. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so dry. Wow. So <laughs> This is the thanks I get, or this is the welcome I get. Well, okay, so we have <laughs> lots of things to talk about today. Before any of that, I just want to, like, mention a couple of things, because there's really just been going on, like, so much going on this week that I don't even know what to talk about first, but, um... I'm going to leave, like, the longest part of the conversation for last. This is, like, stuff I, uh, This other stuff is stuff I just want to run through really quick. Um, this week... Man, lots... Ha- I mean, a lot has been happening in, like, the, the politics side for a couple of weeks now because of, like, the impeachment trial. Today, they finally... You know, the Senate finally voted, and they voted not to... Im- or... Yeah, um, they voted to acquit Donald Trump of his actions. Dang, I didn't keep up with it. I just got a notification from CNN saying like Mitt Romney's the first Republican to. Yeah, man, he found his our money, my dog. (laughs) And I was so excited, but then my mom was watching it next to me. We're both working from home. And I'm focusing on my stuff, but she has two two monitors, and on the other monitor, she's watching the impeachment. What is it called? I don't know. The the trial. The trial, and she's getting all excited, which sucks because she's Republican. So when she's happy, mm. I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, no. I mean, our money had to go with his values he has a backbone <laughs> who knew yeah crazy also he discovered his balls somewhere <laughs> somewhere um i guess we're gonna work backwards right so that happened today and then last night we know it was the state of the union address i i thought it didn't happen i okay so i truthfully <laughs> Haven't watched it yet. I watched the memes. So Steph is reenacting the ripping. Rip the transcript. I love it. Um, (laughs) All I saw last night was like Nancy Pelosi. I was like, ooh. And rip, toss aside. I was like, ooh. No, no, no. The best thing thing was what she said. Was she? I didn't even hear what she said. What she said. It was better than the alternative. And I was like, what was the alternative, Nancy? What was the alternative? (laughs) She was the alternative. Oh my gosh. Is that what she said? I was laughing. She's so savage. Wait, what what was it? What was on those papers? That was his speech. How bad was it? Why was she like. Because it's all bullshit. No, because he like just bullshits his way. She just. Well, because you know what it is. It all started because she handed him something. Like I think before this the 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 speech started, she handed him something, and like you know, like they're all getting situated in their seats, and she went to go like give him her hand, like a handshake, as you know politicians have to do, and he 
turned around and snubbed her. So she, and if you see the beast, she's just like, oh, okay. She pulled her hand back. All right. So, you know, she was just stewing throughout the whole thing. I haven't watched the State of the Union because I need a drink. I was going to watch it tonight, but Don't do it. I have to wake up early tomorrow. It's just like watching Fox News every day. Well, I'm going to watch it. Look, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to watch it, right? This is what I believe about it. Um, for me, in order for me to be criticized, or not to be criticized, in order for me to criticize, I have to be informed. And so I don't want to depend on highlights. I, I want to watch the whole thing for myself and then go back. Like, the way that's the way I do it. I watch the thing and then I read the fact-checking articles. Primary primary sources, guys. Primary sources. Yeah, I've said it before on this podcast. Primary sources. What are primary sources? You watch the video. You watch, You read the transcript. That's the primary source. Secondary source is commentary. So I want to. I want to access the primary source, and then read the fact checking articles, because they. I love the fact checking. Like political. Like the three that I generally refer to are political. Um, PBS and the New York Times. They go through and they break it down and they they fact check. They do what they're supposed to do <laughs> as journalists. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> Journalist, journalistic integrity. So um, that's why I'm gonna watch it. But I don't want. I started watching it at work, and and I got five minutes into this. I'm like, oh no, I need to be at home where I can like yell at the TV and drink. <laughs> Like, yell at the TV drunkenly and, like, just, ah, and shake my fist at the TV because it's too much. And it, because every other sentence is like, oh, because, you know, the previous administration. And look at the end Obama, bro. So, self esteem. Talk, I was about to say something very inappropriate. I'm going to keep that comment to myself. agenda just to do every, like, undo everything that had been done. Like, you really didn't have a goal besides that. Pretty much. What are you talking about? What was it that he said? Oh, yeah. There's so much less people with food stamps. Like, what? Okay. He did so much. So much. So much. And then, you know, he's talking about, like, what he's done for, like, you know, people of color. And I'm like, I hate oh you God. so much. Oh, yeah, no, it's really, it's really. No, no Yeah, no, he, like, he, like, he, he, he'll, he's like, oh, you know, there's, like, less um African-American, or there unemployment, like, less unemployment for African-Americans. And they're doing the best that they've ever oh done. In the history of this, co- like, like statements like that, and I'm like, he I makes hate the that. most ambiguous statements that mean literally nothing, like, yeah. and it's it mirrors a lot of um, his actions, just doing a lot of random nothing. stuff that means nothing. Yeah, it, but it mirrors a lot of tyrants. Yeah, yeah, of the, course. The, hey. the speeches, it's very upsetting um, to watch that we are in this and to hear like a. A country that should have an education yeah, be, be like inspired and wound up by words that you should know by now like this is a repetition of things that have happened before here we are girl second month of 2020 <laughs> the next so yeah read it out. and then before the state of the union the iowa caucus yeah, I'm watching that right now. So far, it seems like Pete's winning still, and they're at 92%. Still... Yeah. Oh, it raised from when I checked. Okay, so when I was checked, it was at 86%. Yeah, 
Mayor Pete was at 26.7% and Bernie was at 25.4%. What is the number? He's at 26.5% Pete and 25.6% Bernie. Slowly closing the margin, but really not enough. Um, Yeah, I guess there's a random... I'm very curious to see the repercussions of this. Because I was an important state. So, yeah. let's see. So, let me tell y'all, just for these three big reasons, white people are mad. But let me tell you why white people are big mad this week. Did you guys happen to catch the Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> let me stop playing because we definitely watched it together. Um, <laughs> um, twice. Twice. <laughs> Yo, the white people are incensed. They're enraged. They are angered. What are other synonyms for mad? Enthralled. Enthralled? No, enthralled is like good, right? Or yeah, enthralled is like it captivated. Like, yeah, like agitated. They're agitated. <laughs> They're so angry. Wow. Disgusted are that these are the words that we have seen. <laughs> For real? Yep. I haven't seen anything. Let me tell you. Out. Oh, 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 oh. You do oh. good. Okay, guys. How do we want to do this? You know what? Let's start with let's just recap the Super Bowl halftime show. So as we know, as we know, JLo and Shakira co-headlined the Super Bowl halftime show. I think, um, as Miamians, and I feel like it's necessary to emphasize that we are Miamians. The Super Bowl was here in Miami. I feel like... You know what? I need to make a number of disclaimers, actually, before I start talking to shit. I gotta say. (laughs) Let me say, when I talk about white people, I am talking about American white people. And usually... I'm not saying all white people because I cannot make a generalization about every single white person. Because I don't know every single white person, right? But I am talking about non-people of color. So I am not talking about people with lighter skin than me. I am talking about white Americans. And I am talking about racist white Americans when I say white people in the context of this podcast in this episode. Let me repeat that. When I say white people are mad, are big mad this week about the Super Bowl halftime show, I am talking about racist white people. Or you know what? Maybe they're not, or maybe they even know they're racist. Prejudiced. Let's use the word prejudice. Let's that's more of a catch-all for me in this situation. Prejudiced white people. What about conservative? Because they mm. like that word. No, I'm not going to use conservative. <laughs> no, nah, because you can't I don't, that's yeah. not, that's not what it's about. It's not even a being, it's not about being Republican. It's not being about conservative. It's not be, about being, it's not about politics. This has nothing to do with politics. That's just the demographic, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? I am talking about a mentality, because there's nothing wrong with being on the other side of the aisle. That's your belief. That's your business. Whatever. You know what I mean? And I don't hate people. Or I don't hate on people like that. But when you're racist, I got a problem with that shit. 
Another disclaimer. This might be an expletive filled rant because I am so like the emotions are high. But anyways, let's get back to it. So yeah, they co-headline Shakira and J Lo co-headline together. They put on, in my opinion, a fantastic show. I've heard the best. I would Super say Bowl show. I I would Half say the best I've seen. Yeah. You think so? Or maybe only comparable to like Beyonce, because the Beyonce show was amazing. Like Beyonce did an amazing job, for real, for real. Not gonna lie. I have to watch the Super Bowl shows because I really haven't. I don't remember many of them. The ones I could say that I remember were really good. Like okay, so let's say Beyonce and then Shakira and J Lo tie for me, and then Lady Gaga and then Katy Perry because the Katy Perry one was actually like surprisingly good. Like I think it was a pleasant, and also it gave us Left Shark. Left Shark. Love Left Shark, man. <laughs> so, so you know the show opens up with some fireworks, Shakira. She, you know, generic dancing, choreography. Starts off with, Hola Miami! I'm sorry, I can't understand that. You're going to have to speak my language. You know, she goes into (laughs) She-Wolf, sung in English. There's some violin, whatever song, that other song that was. But she starts singing Empire in English. She rocks out! That's where I expect P. Diddy to come out with Godzilla. Oh <laughs> the dun 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 and then P. Diddy to turn into a bunch of doves. <laughs> oh <my laughs> um, then, you know, that's when she starts, like, the badly dancing with the rope. Lord forbid. Where did that rope come from? Where did the rope come from and what does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah, that was a cool one, too. Yeah. Very nice. Song. It was lovely. Then she goes, starts singing whenever, wherever, whenever, wherever, in English. <laughs> starts singing. She does like a little, and by the way, yeah, my girl, whatever. Shut up. She sings, I like it like that, which is in English. <laughs> Not even her song. Not even her song. It's in English as well. She had um, so many song options. So I, I appreciated that she like, she grabbed from it and then... So did Cardi B. Did you guys see that video? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. She was enjoying Cardi her life. Cardi B's in the box office, like, singing along with Bad Bunny and just, like, Like, to her own screen. song. I yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so I was beautiful. like, can we use your song? She's like, yeah, man, go for it. Probably. No, I'm sure she was just like, yes. <laughs> and then, you know, Bad Bunny, chambea, chambea, pero no, what? It was great. Um, can they say... When I watched this with my mom and her friend, because my mom's friend was like, you got to watch it. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first time my mom ever saw or heard of Bad Bunny. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> Which was very funny. And I'm just, like, in the background, like, singing along. And my mom was like, hmm. She was just intrigued. She didn't really comment much on Bad Bunny. And I was like, yeah, that's Bad Bunny. He's a reggaeton artist. Well, I don't even know if he's reggaeton, but yeah. reggaeton artist. He's trapped. And he's uh, the most popular guy right now. And my mom's like, oh, okay. And then then they go into, like, Puro Chantaje, which is sung in Spanish. 
And then Bad Bunny's just in the background, Carita. like singing in his real voice in Spanish. That was okay. beautiful that he decided that to That one sing. day. Like his real voice yeah. in the background. And you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> then she starts singing Hips Don't Lie, which for me is like my song. Like when I was in middle school and that song came out. I was so freaking proud because I was like, this is my song because it's Wyclef John. He's Haitian and Shakira. She's Colombian. So I was that like, that song is from middle school. That song is definitely from middle school. And so I was very, very happy and proud because I was like, I am being represented here. Oh. So I've always really like loved that song. And so that song is in English. Then that's when she does like the oh my I don't even know how to pronounce this word the alalation the la 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 thing which I learned this week is a sign of joy or like a yeah representation of joy in the Lebanese culture so I was like wow I learned something yeah. new I never knew that and this explains a lot of what I've seen in those like you know when you see like those like Bollywood vid- videos and yeah. stuff. Like, that explains a lot. I'm just like, oh, no wonder they do that. Okay, cool. Never knew. Wow, look at the things we learn when we are exposed to things. And maybe these are things that we have seen all our life, but someone explains it, and now we have learned a new thing about a different culture. What a concept. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to go back to... You're so funny. So then... She goes into Mapale and she starts dancing Mapale. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I'll talk about Mapale later. But yeah, she starts dancing Mapale and I'm like super proud being Colombian. Love it. Then JLo comes out. She is hanging off of, or not hanging, she is, uh, what would be the word? Posted up <laughs> on top of the Empire State Building. No doubtedly representing New York. And then I love it because at the top, it's a pole. What kind of pole? We don't know. It is a pole of sorts that can be used for dancing. Oh, my God. A pole. So, you know, she goes into Jenny from the block. Love it. Ain't it funny? You know, and then ass, you know, like J-Lo's ass. And then, you know, she sings Get Right. You know, she's doing the J-Lo thing, dancing. Not too much singing, which is fine. That That is perfectly fine. More dancing, less singing on the J-Lo side. That's cool. Then she changes. She does the costume change, which I can't even... I, I've seen it so many times, and I still can't tell where it is that she changes. Because <laughs> I guess they all cover her really quick. But... You know, that's when they start going into Waiting for Tonight, which I love. That And you know what I love about that song? And I really like that they did that song. And Mark was super excited. Our friend. He's just like, yeah! Like, very excited that they sang this song. Because, and I love it because, to me, those songs from that time... It's like weird faux Miami. Like, faux 90s Miami. You know, like, you know, in the 90s, there was like that tropical time where that was like in style for like pop music. You guys know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so it was the time when, okay, this song, Waiting for Tonight. Oh, 
or like and like living la vida loca and by la at the river t- oh, you know okay, what i mean okay, like okay. like that weird time in pop music where all the where all, which if you think about it that was the opportunity for these latino artists to cross over into american pop music and that's what solidified them into the status that they are now because had it not been for that like maybe they would have still been popular and like you know like amongst latinos but they would have never made it to where they're like household names for like americans so that's kind of crazy when you think of it right that was also at the time when mark anthony came out with like i need to know but i don't know mark anthony like he he's done some music in english but he's really stuck to to spanish which is fine you know it it's his market it works for him but anyways so that it was really cool that they brought that song it was like very like weird vintage miami i just like think of like the weird clubs with like the neon palm trees and stuff and so it's like weird um the pole comes back magically there is avid acrobatics performed using the poles which i appreciate very cool very talented right and then j balvin keka keka lord keka <laughs> and so that was really cool sung in spanish right j balvin representing colombia you know sung in spanish then he kind of does like the mixing like the medley with mi gente and then that's um i believe that's when no yeah, then they started, that's when they started doing, like, kind of, like, the little perreo without calling it a perreo part happened with J Balvin, where Jayla was definitely not grinding on J Balvin. <laughs> they, you know how, like, in middle school, they're, like, oh, you have to be, like, an, like, the, 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 the width of an apple apart from, like, your dance partner? That's they followed what, the middle that's school That's what rule. they followed, the middle school rule. They were in apples with apart from each other. <laughs> skinny apple skinny apple (laughs) so then they get into you know my love don't cost a thing type medley you know getting on the floor beautiful great then it quiets down they show the little kids in the representations of the the cages which i thought like was really interesting did not catch it the first time at all for sure Uh, but it makes sense right then that's when her daughter starts singing. They sing, Let's Get Loud, an ode to Gloria Stefan, bonafide Miami girl, okay, who also at that time popped off and crossed over, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with hits such as, you know, Let's Get Loud. Um, but then she starts singing the Born in the USA, right? J-Lo comes out with what looks like an, a feathery, or what is a feathery American flag. I know for me, I was like, hmm? Interesting. <laughs> but then she's just like, surprise, bitches. Pops it off, and it's a giant Boricua flag. <laughs> and you know, she's singing Born in the USA. And then they're singing, Let's, and then they do like a, like a little mix of Let's Get Loud and Born in the USA. So I thought that was really cool. 
And, you know, she's there dancing, like, you know, with her daughter and then the little kids. And it was beautiful and it was really nice. Then they start doing, you know, like the salsaing. That's when Shakira comes back out now in a different outfit. Not the Zootopia outfit anymore. <laughs> um, you know, Shakira comes back out. They start um, dancing the, you know, like Waka Waka, which was the, the World Cup song. Which turns out, that's Swahili. Because I was like, wait a minute. I never knew, like, I never found out what language that was. Because let me tell, the, if there's anybody who is uh, not Latino listening to this, that song is not entirely in Spanish. Some of it, she has an English version. Hmm. Yeah, like, for the World Cup, like, she has an English version. She has a Spanish version. But, um, yeah, that chorus part, like, Saminamina, eh, eh, waka, waka, eh, eh, that's in Swahili. So, just wanted to share that. Um, <laughs> and so, then they started dancing the champeta, which made me cry. And then, um, and then they salsa together, and then they end the show on a very strong note. Beautiful, beautiful performance. On both of their behalfs. And let me tell you. That is what made the white people. Big mad this week. This performance. What, what did they say about it? I haven't seen anything. Steph. My children were watching that. They did not need to see. I did not. I don't know how to explain to my kids. What a stripper pole is. Or why women were dancing naked. It was too... They were too revealing. Too provocative. Too sexual. Too raunchy. I wonder what, like... Um, it was, the perspective of a European would be. Like, watching they don't care. I know. <laughs> They're like, okay, cool, lady. You got it going on. Nice ass. Go on. They're like, great stuff. <laughs> someone, uh, I, someone I saw that they were like oh it was the ode to the ass and then people were like I don't see a problem with the ode to the ass the thing is I there wasn't like that much I don't know to me it was a lot of booty was, was it? yeah yeah, yeah. Jayla, Maybe okay, I'm too any used chance, to the booty any chance she had Jayla <laughs> was showing her booty Maybe I'm too used to it I don't know I think they're just Ma- mad, though, because they don't got it. They just mad. They hate us because they ain't us. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't us? Because they ain't us, okay? <laughs> A-I-N-T. A- I- you knew it had to be No said. apostrophe. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, They were like, it was all in Spanish. A lot of people were like very angry that it was all in Spanish. Really? Yeah, even though it was not all in Spanish. According to my count, it was maybe what? So, out of the songs I was able to write down, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, um, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So there were 18 songs. Out of those 18 songs, 
that I counted. I might have missed one or two. Uh, the 18. One, two. <laughs> um, three, four. Five. Out of 18 songs, five were in Spanish. And these were not... They didn't perform entire songs. So... It was small snippets. Out of 18, there were five songs in Spanish. I don't know what math is, but if someone could figure out the percentages, that would be great. Definitely less than half. Five out of 18. Definitely less than half. Five out of 18? Um, probably 30, to, in between 30 and 40%. I don't know exactly. Let's look it up. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm really horrible at math. 27%. 27. 27%. 27.7%. 27.7% of the music was in Spanish. Um, what else did people say? I think that show was curated for me. Whoever made that. Show, <laughs> they were like, much. what would Addis want? <laughs> <laughs> they made my dreams come true. <laughs> I thought it was so great. Um, some other things that people were saying, they were mad that, uh, that, they were mad about the 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 quote Cuban flag, the quote Texas flag, being oh <laughs> oh represented. Oh For real, there were a lot of posts from people that were very mad about the Texas flag. They were, or like confused about the Texas flag, confused about the Cuban flag being represented. Um, and then there were people who were just like who knew it was the Puerto Rican flag and were upset that the Puerto Rican flag was being represented. Really? Oh, oh a lot of people. Let's have some words about that, shall we? After the U.S. has like blatantly ignored two natural disasters and the effects it's had on a, a U.S. territory, where how many tourists go and visit and we profit off of it? Like, mm-hmm. And then to turn your back and be like, no, you're not American. No. What? We do not talk about real things. <laughs> we don't talk about how we fuck up other countries. It's great. It's great. It's great to, to just turn our turn our backs towards uh, people that we claim. And then only for the parts that we want. That are citizens. Like, we can like choose legit what we American want. citizens. <laughs> and well and see so I got an American ticket when I went to that national park. I was stopped literally by I went to Puerto Rico, parked in the wrong <laughs> spot for two seconds. And They'll a find you. southern gentleman in Puerto Rico <laughs> pulled me over. Well, they didn't pull me over. I was already parked. He, he stopped me and he was like, hello, ma'am. You happen to be parked in the wrong spot. And I was like, where am I? Am I on, on an what? island in the Caribbean right now? Or am I in Texas? This is awesome. But, yeah. it's You're in Puerto Rico, Texas. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, Texas. It was so cool. So we have to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, I mean, if taxpayer dollars are going to the U.S. because, you know, it's our territory, yeah, you better stand up for the people who live there, too. That's right. And that's what I love about, you know, the very not-so-subtle message in the show. You know, the whole thing about Let's Get Loud, Born in the USA. And I'm like, wow, amazing. These are the things that, like, bro, I mean, definitely didn't catch it the first time. We were a little too excited. Well, we were just super lit. I think 
I like gave myself a sore throat because I was just like I just had a sore throat. I got out like. <laughs> like it's like she gonna have a club where she was like yelling the whole time. Well, I mean, it was like a club. That would been lit, man. Can you <laughs> it imagine? It was such a good. Yeah, it was a very very good set. Um. <laughs> so these are all my opinions. So I'm gonna say this blanketing opinion over all the complaints I have heard. Right. White people are repressed. (laughs) That's just my answer to it. White people, that's the only conclusion I've come to, is that white people are repressed. Repressed in every single way, and then they want to go ahead and, like, repress and oppress others along with them to be just as miserable as they are. I don't really care if I offend people. Because and that's the thing, and that's the thing they don't that, care about offending me. That's so the thing that's, that's terrifying about it is they they don't think that way. They think that they're doing you a favor, that they're helping you. Helping my unborn kids? No way. They think that they're helping my unborn you. kids are gonna grow up very happy <laughs> and very <laughs> enjoying their life. My unborn children are gonna grow up very happy. My my children to yet to be born. I'm not pregnant. I mean, like my future. Maybe I should say it as my future children that I'll have one day are gonna be happy. My daughters are gonna feel valued for who they are you know what I mean and like be able to express themselves the way that they want to express themselves white people don't know how to dance that's why they just don't like this show (laughs) of course anything that has any any type of dancing that requires any I'm sorry any dancing that requires any type of skill all the dances in this show require extreme skill that volume change Cause I just like <laughs> thought about this shit. Like I'm like remembering my anger. <sighs> I think it it was necessary. I'm proud. I'm so proud of that show. You know, Me like too. it it is cannot have been a better representation of our culture, yes. of our liveliness, That's of the right. spirit of the Latin people. Beautiful. And I think that it, maybe it's shocking because it's so different to what uh, a typical American. Uh, society would assume social norm- norms are, but that's our so- social norm. Yeah. yeah so like, it's nice is- to share it with other people. Yeah, I guess it's gonna shock because it's it's very different. Um, but it's so good. <laughs> like I woke up on Monday feeling so freaking proud. Like I was just like, damn, I'm proud to be Latina, bro. And you know, on this Black History Month, also. I feel the need to bring up, like, the intersectionality, right? Like, intersectionality is a thing. We overlap. We're not just, like, one thing. And so it's, like, the crossover between Black and Latina for me is very important. And to even see, you know, one one part of my culture being represented on TV is, like, super... Great. And to and, and so you know what I appreciate about the show is that I feel you know like it was a representation of Latinas, like how we see ourselves as opposed to like a weird watered down caricature of Latino culture. 
So go into more detail because I understand that clearly because I'm also in your shoes. <laughs> but for somebody else. <laughs> Asking for a friend. No, um. <laughs> no, it's true. In general, like, we're always, like, I feel like artists are always told to tone down unless it's like a thing for comedy. Right, either to tone it down or like tone it way up to the point that it's funny. That it's like, yeah, that it's funny that and they're Vergara. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't like that. Like people think that that's too much or something. Too. And and that's I've been the thing. That a lot lately. It and that's another thing. It's like, are there Hispanics that are like literally exactly like Sofia Vergara? Yeah. Her character, not her. Her character, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. They are there. And they're hilarious. But there are I other hate, I hate the fact that they look at that as a thing of comedian. Oh look at the Latino can't pronounce words. Ha ha ha. Yeah. It's like fuck you. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. It is funny, okay. That's there is humor to it, but it shouldn't be the only thing to it. Well, it's kind of you know? like the Dave Chappelle problem. Yeah. Dave Chappelle does start a lot of shit. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like how yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, he was like, he realized like they're laughing at me. Like they're laughing at me. Not with me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's when you get to the point like, what the hell? So then you quit and, and you bump like, up. And then, and like, so what, right? <laughs> and then you come back Not with like, you, you, you come up with like all the good, Cash all the, fists. no, come up and come back with all the savage, like Netflix specials, like, but like, and so, you know, intersectionality where our, our, the, the struggles kind of, uh, unite or are similar, right? Like we have things that are similar. And things that are different. And so I think it's cool. Another thing, you know, similar um, to, like, black culture, it's, like, you know, we're not just one thing. We're not just, like, one character. We're not just, like, one facet of, like, culture. Like, we, just like anybody else, we have many facets. We have all kinds of people, all kinds of, like, heritages and they all translate differently. So, yeah, just because you know one black person doesn't mean you know all of them. Just because you have one black friend doesn't mean it's okay. Like, whatever you think about black people should be based on that. So, um, but I liked this show a lot because, yeah, I feel like it was very true to the culture as far as a part of the culture that would be showed in a performance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as if you want an electrifying performance that's going to excite people, these are parts of the culture that would do that. You know, of course, yeah, we're going to dance a lot because that's what you asked for, like, right? you want an exciting halftime show where people get pumped and like dance and like everybody's excited so that's what you're doing yeah i mean that's the thing is like that's just what that's how we celebrate that and that's the thing and i feel like and i feel like we were given like free reigns to actually be ourselves (laughs) if you don't understand it look it up and learn wait a minute how can they like music is pulled from our culture um 
sayings or pulls from our culture like how can you be okay with some things and then not appreciate the source like you know what i mean like, that my dear is culture appropriation isn't that whitewashing well that's, white, well, that's whitewashing yeah. and culture appro- that's exactly what that is it's like oh we like tacos culture vultures, but bro. forget the fact that they're mexican you know <laughs> yeah and, and, okay okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. please let's focus on this i was thinking about that this morning i was in oklahoma for a work trip and i checked into the hotel and the lady saw my last name and was like, you're not Mexican, are you? Oh my. It's like, what if I was? And I was like, wait a minute. I wonder, like, after this show, does she realize, okay, Mexicans are also Latin. Like, this is, you know, the Colombian, Puerto Rican culture. Is, other country? Yeah. No, man, they swear it's, everyone's it's a Mexican. Beautiful, it's a beautiful culture to be a part of. Like, yeah, I need to appreciate Mexican people, any Latin people. Oh, I, yeah, man, their food's bomb. Yeah, Amazing. the people are really nice. They're really yeah, great people. Really cool. Like they've done nothing but have. Yo, like, Texas. Shown. I told I you when I was time. when I was in Texas. I told you when I was doing the training in the military. They were like, "So where are you from?" And I was like, "Why?" They're like, "Cause you're clearly not Mexican. Cause you're too tall." So no. And I'm like, no. No, don't tell me that, man. Don't tell me that. Yeah, man. They really only know. They only know Mexican as a Latin culture. Like if you say anything, like they don't know like. Peruvian, Ecuadorian, no. like they're all the same. Dominican, no, We're they have Mexican. no idea. That's the other thing that <laughs> I like about knowledge. this show. It's it like that showed. they represented to. I mean, like you know, white people know Puerto Ricans, kind of, but like it. it eh, but that's like the, the the East Coast America yeah. would know Puerto Ricans. Yeah, because the true. Midwest would not. They're just like Mexican. The Midwest doesn't. I appreciate get that there was. That, yeah. yeah, like I appreciate that there was like a Latino representation that wasn't Mexico. Nothing against Mexico, but yeah, like we're not all Mexicans. And Mexican culture, Mexican culture, and then like Central American culture is very different oh, yeah. from South American culture, which is very like different from in, in Caribbean, itself. from the Caribbean Latino culture. And even in South America itself, it's even in so South America different. Itself, you can go so like to different. North and then South, it's completely different. Oh my different. God, yeah. Like well, you go can... down to Argentina and Chile, it's a, it's a completely different situation than from like, yeah, like Peru and Colombia. Yeah. Let's look at it in the same sense of Americans. We're, like we're all Americans, but people from the Midwest are different from people from the South and people exactly. from the Northeast exactly. and people from the West. Like if you're able to section you know you to understand that there's different groups and different types but we're all part of the same Country? subgroup i don't know like larger group race? i don't know, what it. I don't know. ethnicity <laughs> yes, I think well not even like... ethnicity that's country right yeah no, nationalism, nationalism. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't like that either that that word does have negative connotations yeah, it does. Um, and, I, and that's another thing i was telling um mildred i was like I, I definitely, like, I feel proud of being Hispanic, but I wouldn't be like, it's better than white people. Because that is a sort of nationalist perspective. Right, because no, that's yeah, not the right no way Exactly, yeah. I'm like, you can be proud of Different. where you're from, <laughs> but you will never, like, the fact, if you think you're better, it's already wrong. And that's my thing with a lot of, what I found with white nationalists and there's also like hispanic nationalists like Absolutely. they're very proud oh, of their country heck yeah. and i'm like calm yeah. the fuck down you're a third world country settle down like we are all <laughs> on the same playing field like, like we all balance each other out we're all in the shithole together <laughs> yeah pretty much and so and so that's the thing it's like this i think 
represented other parts of it. So, you know what I like about this, too? And, like, this is the way I see it. It's like you have, you know, Shakira, who's, like, a Colombian coming into... Lebanese. Colombian-Lebanese woman Mm -hmm. who crossed over into, like, American music. So, you have, like, that aspect of, like, the Latino culture. But then you have J-Lo, who, you know, was born and grew up in the Bronx. But, like... And then also has her second-generation daughter performing... And you know what I mean? And so you have, like, that aspect of being, like, Latino. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever ethnicity American. And it's a different dichotomy. People are such assholes. No way. For real? They were saying, oh. One of the things is like, oh, I'm sorry. But we paid to see J-Lo, not her daughter, try to showcase her so-called singing. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, people are assholes. Wow. People just want to complain about everything, honestly. And that's the thing so I'm like, That's the reason for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I do complain about a lot of stuff, but I don't complain about people's kids, man. Yeah, no. That's so messed up. And also, that child is going to make so much money than you ever will with your no talent. So. I think that's why they're mad. You know, like, hey, how many kids get that opportunity? Like, my, my mom is a, a pop star. My dad is a, a pop star. <laughs> a Latin pop star. A what life. am I going to do? <laughs> Become a pop star? And that's, a, and that's the thing. And, uh, you know, it is sort of like jealousy. It's like, wait, how come they're li- living the American dream in a sense, you know? They get to be in the Super Bowl and us, we don't. Which is crazy because, I don't know. And like, I'm like, you have to look at the fact that these people, these two women have been busting their asses for years. But you know, It's not like they are just come out of nowhere, you know? Like, these women have been busting their ass and trying to cross so many borders, so many challenges to just get here and finally have the freedom to do whatever they wanted in their show. Since the 90s, man. They've been working, like, at this for, like, 20 years. Both of them. At least 20 years. Yeah. So. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know, and and so that was even more beautiful to see. I think it, it just was. understanding the history, like the timeline that the music provided. It wasn't just like a, a mix of songs. It was like a story of like okay, from when their careers started, what their the the significance of this music was then to now, like that it's reaching a whole nation that wouldn't be exposed to it. because in Miami, yeah, this was our music. This is what we grew up with. But for a lot of people, they that's the first time they've heard songs that are. 20 years old and also that True. gives them the chance to learn about them and also this is raising the because yeah there are a bunch of articles of people complaining but there are also people calling out other people saying really you're complaining about this when there's like you know kids in cages you're not raising a fuss over that but you're raising a fuss because this woman's <laughs> ass is on point and you're jealous and there's a lot of also a lot of articles like talking about like the symbolism behind the show like i said i learned about like the ululation which I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, never, yeah. I never, It you raises know. The, the opportunity to bring up this topic about, you know, so many things. Women. I, just, there's so much in one show. In one sh- in, yeah. in, like, 14, 15 minutes <laughs> Like, I was telling show. Mildred, I'm like, yo, did you see the fact that J-Lo and Shakira were headlining and J Balvin and Bad Bunny were the backup to them? Like, had barely a moment. Yo. It was beautiful. I love that. Like they were just like, like they didn't take over the show. Nope. They were yeah. just there's like hey for uh, which you know I like, think like for compliment. Right, yes. like for us Miamians that were like into this kind of music, 
you would think that in any other show they would take over the show because they're so big in our right, realm yeah. right now. But no, like they were still like Yeah. They stepped back. They, yeah, and I really like that. I really like that Shakira um brought her like Lebanese heritage. Yes. She, like she wasn't afraid mm-hmm. to showcase that too cuz you know some people are it, are still very racist towards like Middle Eastern people. Yes. She had she stopped doing her belly dancing a couple really? years because it didn't look good for her image because of the whole Middle Eastern conflict. No way. Yeah, because like so that's she, when she was like really, really, really trying to cross that over. Doesn't sound like my girl. Like she would not hide her heritage. She had, but she, she had, did. But, but if she, you look at it, if you look at the she stopped. Like, like in her, her concert, career, she would do like amazing, like massive sets of belly dancing, and then suddenly they stopped. And you know, it's part of that whole crossover that if you want to be in the American public, you can't be connected to middle eastern your middle eastern roots i mean if you think about it i think whenever 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 wherever whenever whenever, that came out when (laughs) right that came out in like middle school bro like 9 11 had just happened like for well for us middle school like middle school nine that happened sixth grade yeah she 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 started becoming popular around that time she had to tone it down she had to like america was not gonna accept that no Mm-mm. So I really appreciate that too, and that also gives it like that other depth of um, like the heritage part. It's like, hey, yeah, she can be Colombian, but they're like even for Colombians, right? As like a as like a example to other Colombians. I mean, we, I think Colombians, we all know, no other Colombian is alike. You know what I mean? Because we know that in our country, there is so much freaking diversity. Yeah. That it, like, you can meet, like, and, and, and I think that's one cool thing about Colombia. One, one cool thing about Colombia is, like, the diversity part, and, like, we're very aware of it. Like, Colombians, Colombians know what's up. Colombians know that if you go, if you're going to, like, La Costa, you know what to expect. Because it's, it's going to be different from, you know, the interior. So, for your reference, for people who are listening. My heritage, we are from the coast. We're from Cartagena. So, when we say La Costa, the coast, that's more, that culture. So, where, where Shakira is from, which is Barranquilla, where Santa Marta is, where, which is where Carlos Vives is, is from. Those are like the three bigger cities along the coast, like the Caribbean coast. Well, in Santa Marta, more like the Pacific coast, but whatever. They have more like Caribbean culture, which is very different than like Medellin, Bogota, which is down south in the mountain region. Which, of course, is going to be so, of course, people in the mountain are going to be super different than people in in the coastal areas so people are always even here in Miami like people are always very surprised when they meet me because they're like there's black people in Colombia I'm like yeah yes (laughs) the coast is filled with black people little history lesson here for those who don't know Cartagena was the main slave port for Colombia so yes 
there are lots of black people on the coast of Colombia because there were descendants of slaves. Now, you may say, Mildred, why did you cry for some random stuff in the halftime show? I cried because seeing and hearing music that it and like dances that is inherent to like Afro-Colombian culture on the Super Bowl is kind of jarring and really weird and very like like it's so overwhelming to me because I never thought I would see it like to see it outside of Colombia and to see people talking about it in articles and like you know like talking about like you know, the Colombian, like, the African roots in Colombia is, like, really beautiful to me, because now a lot of people know about that, you know what I mean? Unless you meet someone like me, and I'm just always like, yeah, there's black people in Colombia all the time. And and so, it's really crazy, because, like, Mapale, like, if you listen to Mapale, it is straight up, it is, like, definitely, like, very Indio, very Africano. Like, it's drums. Like, li- like I think Mapale, if you really listen to it, it's mostly drums. And more more drums. And Mapale, you know, that's what I think that's what annoyed me more than anything about like the whole criticism, like, oh, all I saw was ass shaking. This was something that was definitely said to me, right? And I'll tell you later who said it. This was said to me and that really pissed me off because it's like, yo. Yo, you wish you had the athletic ability to be able to dance my ballet for more than two minutes. Because it's, a one, a really freaking hard workout. It's a lot of abs and it's a lot of legs. Some and it's samba. footwork. Yeah, it's a lot of footwork. And then people are like, yeah, you're ass shaking. No, bro, just because our people are very in tune with our bodies and we express ourselves with our bodies, which is dancing, then just because we dance because we like to and we do it well doesn't mean that we're just sitting here shaking our asses. Like, and if we were, there's so more, what? And that's true, too. If, I feel like it. If I want to shake my ass, that's my right. If I want to, if that's how I celebrate, that's how I celebrate. So it's really, <laughs> it, so it's annoying to see, like, that part of the culture, like, reduced. Because it's, like, Mapale is something that is very, very, like, passed down in the Colombian, like, the coast, like, the coastal culture. Because it's so, like, ancestral. And I know, like, they really work hard in Cartagena to pass it down to the kids. Because you don't want that, you know, to be forgotten. And then, you know... Especially with Cartagena, with so many people being mixed with, like, indigenous people. The thing with mixing is that eventually certain parts of the culture can, of either culture can, like, be forgotten. If someone doesn't, like, keep it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why, like, for people, it's very important for them to... To really make sure that their kids learn about... I know for me, like, I remember growing up, my mom, like, would spend, like, Saturdays. She would, like, try to teach me how to dance. Mapale and cumbia and stuff. Because she mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I knew, like, my culture. That I learned it. And I, you know, I learned it. I did it. I'm hoping to... But, yeah. So, like, like I was saying, um... You know, white people... I've noticed when they go to the Caribbean 
or they go to South America and they meet very beautiful women who are on top of being, you know, physically beautiful. Hey, it's 11-11, make a wish. Um, on top of being physically beautiful, are very affectionate and nice to them. They find that hard to resist. What, they get the attention Be- they lacked all their life? <laughs> I'm telling you, this all links back to to white people are certain white people are repressed i truly believe that like re- repressed emotionally sexually because i don't know but i mean you know what i mean like they're very like like cold emotionally and so when they when they see people who are very not cold emotionally or more expressive it like scares them i think i guess which is, I guess, what scares them about people who are what they would call ethnic people, right? You know, like, a lot of black people, we tend to be more expressive. A lot of Latinos tend to be more expressive, right? Not everybody. But that's our tendency in the culture, because that's whatever, how we have expressed ourselves through music, do dance like we're just like more expressive lively celebrating life i guess despite all of the oppression that we've been through <laughs> seeing the Please. silver lining and I then mean, they're they of- mad i don't know it's so weird you know what it is maybe maybe that's what it is is because we make the best out of the worst case i mean even like um blues and all that came from like you know slavery that they you know all those songs that was their way of coping, you know? Now that's such a huge part of the culture. Same that's thing with true. us. We Like, Hispanics have been repressed, and the only way they can express it is through singing and dancing. And because we express it. So maybe it's the lack of them having an outlet other than just judging the hell out of people. I think we've made a breakthrough here, guys. They need to learn how to just be they who they are. Themselves. That's sad. Okay, so see, now this makes me sad for white people. Well, yeah, I mean, it is kind of sad. It is. I mean, they escaped Europe because they were repressed. And the irony is that they just became the repressors here. Like, and it's crazy because... I don't know. I mean, in my experience, in my dealings with white people, with the many white people I have met and dealt with on different roles in different levels throughout my life, right? It's that they, like, just, like, push down their feelings all the way down to the bottom and just for the sake of being polite. And it's like, nah, man, sometimes you just gotta, like, let it fly once, get it out, say what you gotta say. It's okay to say what you have to say. And then move on. But I guess if you're used to having, like, that, like, those weird feelings and bottling them up inside for years and years, and then you teach your, that's what you teach your kids. It is sad. We can't dismiss all American culture, though, in this blanket. We're doing the same thing that they do. Uh, no, 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 that's what I'm not. saying. White no, people no, is... Remind them of the caveat, remind them. Guys, remember, when I say white people, I am talking about racist white people. (laughs) I am talking about racist white people who are super ignorant and choose to stay ignorant. 
that's what I mean. Because there's some white people that dance and they don't know how to dance and they don't care that they don't know how to dance. And I love seeing those white people at parties. Or white people that do know how to dance. Or there are t- also white people who do know how to dance and say, hey. But that's because they want to like, learn the culture. They want to, like, expand their knowledge. So but, then, like, but here's my thing, right? Because, for instance, country. Hey, let me tell you. Line dancing and shit is hard. It's fun. I've never learned how to do it. The one person that promised to teach me whatever didn't work out. So that's not happening. But... But line dancing, it's a different type of dancing, and and I appreciate that. I mean, I still I still feel like it doesn't have rhythm, but that's a whole different conversation. But even 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 that, like that's not white people. The white people we're talking about, right? Because like again, they're expressing themselves through the dancing. Therefore, they don't qualify immediately because they're not repressing. And I do feel like white people generally. I feel like country people express themselves. You're right. They do. Through song. And I feel like country people are like a little less like a little less inhibited. Too. Like they they they're a little less uptight for sure. Or a lot less uptight. Uptight people is what bothers me. But that thing and that, that that's another thing too that we I guess we should take we should find another word for those people because there are a lot of Hispanics that are fit into that category of white people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the traders. a lot of blacks. <laughs> yeah, and well, mm, not that many. Well, I I would hope not that many. I don't know. I guess we don't know, right? We don't know a lot of white people. Well, because for instance, then there's like the religious people. Oof. That's a whole different no, thing. No, 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 no. No, but no, no. no uh, but conservative, not in the political way. Conservative no, in the what, religious way. That's what right? I mean. Those conservative people, everything's wrong. But I don't know. My mom's one of those people, but she's also Latina. Intersectionality at its best. She is Latina. She is black. Well, she she is black. She is a black Latina who is conservative, but also loves dancing. <laughs> that loves dancing. <laughs> There's so, so many my, kinds of people. So my, and that's another thing. If you're talking, then you can dive into female, like the sexes, female and males, how they're treated, how women are oppressed in general. If a guy has a lot of sex, good job. Good for you. If you're a woman, wow, you're a hoe. Clearly, so you. So <laughs> it, it's it's too many factors. But that's intersectionality, right? Like that's the point of intersectionality. Is the the point of it is to prove that there is no, like it's not black and white. It's gray. It's very gray. Like, cause like my like our struggles could be similar. But the traders, <laughs> our our struggles could be similar, but it's different. Or we might have similar struggles on the point of being women, but our struggles as being like a white woman versus being a black woman is going to be completely different. And so it's a, like a, diversity is just acknowledging the differences. It doesn't mean that you have to hate each other. I don't know why white people don't understand that. Can you repeat that for the people? That I don't even know what they said. Oh God. Um, diversity. Diversity is just acknowledging our differences. It doesn't mean we have to hate each other. We can be different and appreciate. Like we don't have to be the same. Equality is not about being 
all the same. All the same. It's just about having equal opportunities. And literally accepting that everyone's different and being okay with it. Why is that such a hard concept for people to understand? It's so frustrating. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> like, Mildred, Mildred, Mildred. this literally third can time, go. Third time for the people in the back, 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 back. <laughs> for the people, for, for the people in the back. In the back. Back, back. In the back seat. <laughs> Diversity is just acknowledging that we are all different. It doesn't mean that we have to hate each other. We can be different and celebrate our differences, and that doesn't mean that we are on the opposite side of things. Can you imagine if we were all the same? <laughs> got like, can you imagine how vanilla we will all be if we're all the same? We want exactly that? the same. We want to add in maybe. We, we want to add in some sprinkles. Maybe some rainbow sprinkles. That's why everybody got into war back in the day. Everyone wanted, everybody wanted to try the spices. Now they're mad that they got the spices. What is this? It's so oh strange. It, it is very strange. <laughs> it's a very, very strange problem. So, you know, like, I don't know why. I don't know why people want to make everybody be the same as them. I guess it's like my question. My mom, so, my mom, right? My mom's only criticism of it, of the show, because she really, of course, she loved the show. Because I was like, "Mommy, they have Jampeta. She was like, "Jampeta." I was like, "Yeah," because Jampeta is also another, like, and especially with Jampeta is where I like, cr- like, you know, cried because Jampeta is kind of like the way that they treat Jampeta in Colombia is like the way that hip hop was treated here in the very beginning. Where it was like, oh, that's ghetto music. It's thug music. You know what I mean? They're very, like... It has, like, a very negative connotation. So to see someone like Shakira, you know, bring it, like, to, like, the American stage is kind of crazy. Because it's like, wow, thank you for, like, you know, showing the world that, like, you accept this. Or showing Colombia that you accept this. That's more of, like, the message to Colombians. Like, yo, Colombians, get it together. Because um, I know, I know, like, because it's, it's African music, bro. Like, when you listen to it. Yeah. It's African music. Like, like for instance, like, Haitian compa music, it's very similar. Like, very, very similar to Jampe that it's just changed language. Like, my dad likes it. He's like, oh. And then so then that and so having that perspective, I think for me, like wow, look at these two types of music that literally come from the same root. What it's like? So why is it that this kind of music means that you're ghetto? Because in Colombia, that's how they are. They are. They're like, oh, you like that music? That means you're ghetto. So my family, like, don't make fun. You know what I mean? Like we mess around with each other. Like, oh, do they champetua? That's how you say it. Like. Do this jumpetua, do this jumpetua. And I'll be like, yeah, jumpetua. If I if I like this song and I want to dance this song, if that means I'm jumpetua, if that means I'm ghetto, I guess I'm ghetto. I guess I'm ratchet. Whatever. I'd rather be ratchet and having fun than being uptight and not having fun and being miserable and judging people. That's why I always say I like my 10% ratchet, bro. Keep it real. But it's 20%. 20%. 20% is my max. 
I can't. I can't do more than twenty percent. I physically can't. My body. <laughs> I I can't keep like up with that. My body does not move like in one stitch. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not. I miss the old days. But yeah, so it's like kind of like, you know. I think we can all say we were very proud of the Super Bowl halftime show. All the haters, they're gonna have so much to say. And the thing is this, it's like, they're going to say anything no matter what. So, might as well enjoy it and embrace our culture. Yeah, I'm, like, super proud. So. And so, I think this is, like, a very good... And I love it because this is, like, a national conversation. This has, like, sparked so much crap all over the internet. I love it. I love seeing all the, like, allies, you know... Like, for instance, like, another thing that made me very emotional was that I posted, like, you know, like, one of the articles about, like, the, you know, like, the meanings and how I talked about trompeta, and I was like, yeah, I'm very proud, you know, like, I'm so happy that they did this and whatever, I'm very proud to be Latina, and then my Haitian aunt, like, my aunt from my Haitian side, she was like, I'm not, she was like, you know, I'm not Hispanic, but I'm very proud too, and that made me so, like, oh my god, thank you, auntie! Shout out to my auntie. Like, I was like, yo, intersectionality. Let's talk about that because when you see a minority group that's been, like, oppressed or just, like, ignored for so long have its recognition in the way that it's meant to be, you can't help but smile. Like, wow. It's like, thank you. Even if it's not your group necessarily you know like everybody who it's is like, treated as a minority understands it's like, like, we all it's like we all need to, we all yeah. win when one of us wins we, we all, all win, win. We, we gotta have that solidarity bro yeah it's not it's a competition serious. of who struggle it is everyone has had a shitty life yeah it's not the it's not the oppression <laughs> literally, literally everyone has a had a shitty I life you're just like i've had a great life and and that's the thing right because and then the thing is too you know it's kind of like there have been some people who have been blessed for whatever reason more than others and it's like it's up to those people that you know like it's up to those people who have had more opportunities i would i would you know like whatever not to toot my own horn i would like to think you know, my family's been very blessed that in one generation, like, we were able to to be so successful, right? Success is relative. I don't know. <laughs> no, but, but you know what I mean. Like, I know, I like... <laughs> I love how you're like, ah, uh. No, but, no, you know what I mean? Like, 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 my family was very blessed, you know, being the the daughter of two immigrants, you know, yeah, man, that's, like, a, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's a struggle. Each one has their own struggle, whether it's overcoming, you know, your own personal problems or overcoming poverty or overcoming all of that. It's like, you need to acknowledge the fact that everyone has a struggle. Yeah, and I think that those people who have... And I think the people who have it, like, who have had, you know, access to more means, whether that's more job opportunities, educational opportunities, you know, influencing opportunities, networking opportunities, whatever you want to call it. It's like it's up to those people to lend a hand. It's like if I can do it like you know what I mean, like I just feel like 
just because I'm living an okay, comfortable life doesn't mean I should be okay with the fact that they're killing, like, you know, cops have been systematically killing black people in other parts of the country. Because, of course, I, and I recognize completely, being a black person in Miami, um, it's not that I don't have the same experience or the same problems that people black people do in other parts of the country i'm blessed with that but that doesn't mean i should be like okay with it just because it doesn't affect me it's like hello it's like it's like you know that for me is like my driving force to be like no this is not okay like i'm gonna use my like i have the opportunity to use my voice to use my career you know to to help people i'm gonna do that and also, can we talk about can, can we talk about immigrants that live the American dream? Bruh, you, you, my dog. I'm so proud of you. I think I tell you a lot that I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I don't think I'm very proud of myself. You should be proud. You should be very, very proud. You and your family should be very proud. You know, I'm very proud of my family. I'm sorry, I just don't know much about. <laughs> I'm sure your family should be proud too. Ameri- and I feel like it's very prominent in um, in Miami, right? Because you have so many immigrants it's, and people. It's, it's a city that it's like you have to work hard to to be able to live here. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, the rent keeps increasing by the day. Yeah, you gotta work like three jobs. Yeah, so it's a beautiful thing to be around. Yeah, and I I think you do raise a fine point about you know just because we're not dealing with certain issues doesn't mean that they don't exist or we should be like oh out of sight out of mind in a sense yeah like i've in the military i work with a lot of americans and i've never had a racist issue other than that one question from this girl from like oklahoma which i'm like i can't blame you girl because she probably literally never met anybody no (laughs) she literally like that like she literally left her dad's church to the military. So that should tell you how. <laughs> she was nice. Um, she and, and you know, a lot of those people are very nice. It's That's just ignorance. It's like, like legit ignorance. Like literally ignorance. You look up the word ignorance. It's just people who just don't know. Yeah. There's a difference between ignorance and choosing. Yeah, like. Between, just being an asshole. Yeah, like between like willfully ignorant. Yeah. Which those are people I have a problem with. I want to come back to the people confusing the Puerto Rican flag for the Texas flag, though. <laughs> I'm that like, wait, shows you the American uh, educational system. But you know, those were I, like, I love how you know that it wasn't Texans because Texans are like, um, no, because you know Texans are very proud to be. So Texans. now that Texans are angry at everyone, everybody can like feel the wrath of the Texans soon. <laughs> They're gonna come up and be like, "What do you say?" <laughs> so you think that thing is my flag? Like, oh my god! I know for me, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just imagining Texas just reaction. Like, <laughs> oh really? So man, I love Texas, man. They have a special place in my heart for real. <laughs> I love Texas, but yeah, that was like for for sure my favorite part of the show was the flag thing because really cool. that was just like she's just like. What was your favorite part of the show, Alice? There were so many moments. Yeah, there were so many moments. Um, top two, top two. I'll give you two. 
Shakira's entire performance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then Jayla. And then Jayla. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Let's see. I really love the inclusion of children in any show at any time. I feel like that's really important to bring the generation um, the next generation to like the spotlight because they deserve it too you know like yeah. it's a voice that needs to be represented no yeah like I'm they like, thought of the children it was beautiful <laughs> the, children, they they, the children the children the children oh my god I love them, that yeah. meme no the kids were super cute they were lovely and you saw they all had like American flags like in rhymes up like okay yeah and we we hear about like the some of the kids that performed because they were local, and you hear that this is like their the the proudest moment, you know, like, their lives. Uh, like so their life. Imagine, yeah. Imagine <laughs> like you're ten, bro. Like, I performed in the Super Bowl. That's, That's crazy. Amazing. Like, <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. I definitely yeah I agree I agree. What about you, Steph? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know it's a lot to choose from for sure. Steph like the rope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like I like the way was it, it's like I was it, was it your was it your husband bad bunny? <laughs> your mash husband. <laughs> La cafetera. Like, gosh, that was just that's just like a great Say meme. no more fam. <laughs> oh my god, I have to post that meme. I have to post these memes. They're so funny. I don't know. I do have a newfound respect for J-Lo, though. Yes. I, I didn't agree. Think, I didn't think she had it in her. I made an assumption and really? I was wrong. Yeah, I, I agree, I thought that bro. she was pretty basic, generic, sellout, that just does music. <laughs> you know. Right. Like Pitbull, like everyone else. Hey, leave, <laughs> leave my husband out of this. <laughs> You know, they, they just kind of do their music, get their money, and move on. Like, the fact that, actually, she took, um, she took like, such an important thing for her. Because that's, like, a highlight of a career, you know? That's, yeah. To that's to make a point. To say, hey, I'm aware of what's happening, and I'm not cool with it. I thought that was cool. So, yeah. yeah I, I'm surprised at J-Lo. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I agree. Because, I, I, you know, I always rank on J-Lo for not being able to sing. <laughs> and then, but I also recognize I'm never going to make the amount of money she does without being able to sing. So maybe I'm just jealous of her, right? <laughs> like, maybe I'm just jealous that I can't make the money she's making off singing without being able to sing. Because <laughs> I want to be able to sing and make that money. <laughs> Did you see the interview from her stepdaughter? That she was like, oh, we're here to see my stepmom perform. Because I didn't know A-Rod had a kid. I mean, he's older, too. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't know, know, but... And I was like, I thought it was so cute how they were all excited for her. Like, that's they beautiful. were, like, her cheering crowd. I was that's like, beautiful. that's so and, No, yeah, and A-Rod... No, and A-Rod is, like, definitely so J-Lo's number one fan, bro. And <laughs> I love so it. Like, he's just like... <laughs> Yes, I love A Rod, bro. Yeah, and the thought it was next day, she's like, stop. Like, she was looking at him, like, please stop. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me, Dad. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like definitely, I'm going to stop, J- like, ranking on J Lo. Definitely. Um, I'm going to leave her alone. I want to go see Hustlers because I'm curious. Um, yeah, like, I, and it's interesting. Maybe, I think, maybe, like, I think we underestimate, like, our local you know 
kind of artists or like a Latino artist. Because the same thing happened to me when I went to go see Pitbull in concert. I was just like, ah, Pitbull. Like, you know, the music about like partying, like literally all of this about partying and ass. You know what I mean? But then when I went to his concert, you know, I feel like concerts, you get more of the personality. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when I went to his concert, and in between every song, he was just, he would just like kind of like, you know, like do like a little monologue kind of. And he would just be like, guys, bro, life is too short. Music unites all of us. It's the universal language. Just love each other and have a great time. And I was like, oh my God, Pitbull just wants world (laughs) peace. He wants Mr. Worldwide Peace. (laughs) And so, like, like, and so it kind of made me like his music more. Because, like, now, like, I see his mentality about how he's just like, life is too short. Like, He's like, yeah, like, we're all different, but music unites us. Like, he's like, you know, we can all be here together and enjoy it, and we can just, like, dance together and have fun and not, like, basically not do any harm to anybody. Like, you don't hurt nobody. You're just having fun. And I'm like, well, shit, Pitbull. I never thought of it like that. The solution to the world problem. I'm telling you, it's Mr. Worldwide. Yo, did I show you the alter Latino of Pitbull? The what? No, I haven't. After this, okay. I will show you something. <laughs> but but yeah, like going to his concert like made me have like a newfound respect for his music, because you know it's very vapid. You know, it's just music about it getting is. drunk. But like, I'm like, I see why he makes it now. And I was always very upset that people like sold out. But then he kind of mentioned yeah. it too. He was like, "Hey, he's like, hey." He's like, I recognize my roots. I love my roots. He's like, and I know where I came from. I'll never forget. And I always go back to where I come from. And, you know, I give back. And which he does. He he does a lot of charity work. And so, and, and then he was like, and, you know, people. And he kind of, like, mentioned about how people call him a sellout. Like, without saying the word sellout, of course. But he was just like, how am I going to keep being the same person I was from back then? Well, shit, people, you never explained it to me that way before. <laughs> but it may, but like, I mean, he said it like differently, but that was kind of like the gist of what he was saying. Like, hey, I'm not in the hood anymore, and I haven't been in the hood in like so many years. Yeah, I think that's not my lifestyle like anymore. Why am I gonna keep making music like yeah. that? I'm on a different like vibe now, and and it made me like. Okay, fine, Pitbull. Fine, fine. Oh, la, la, you're not what? gonna, you're not gonna perform "Damn It, Man" or "Three or Five Anthem." Fine, I'm fine. <laughs> like I'm like sad, but I respect it. So it's kind, it's the same thing with J Lo for sure. I've always like, I mean, I liked her music growing up. It's catchy. It, she's a very catchy songstress. I don't want, I don't know if she writes her own songs. I, don't I think doubt so, it. You know what I mean? And she's a great performer as a dancer. But I always rank on her music, so I'm not going to rank on her music anymore. I'm finally going to accept her for the Leo sister that she is. Because I don't know if you guys ever did this in middle school where you looked up who's your celebrity birthday twin. Mine is almost Leo. It's almost J-Lo. Her birthday's July 24th. Who is my celebrity twin? And she's the most Leo Leo you will ever meet. <laughs> Tell me she's not like 
the Leo of the century. <laughs> it's like Leo celebrity J-Lo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to leave J-Lo alone now. I'm going to appreciate and support her. Now that I like, I want to write her a letter or something. Do people write fan mail? People write fan mail. I'm going to write her fan mail. I'm going to be like, thank you for representing, dog. But yeah, so overall, I think we loved the show. We're very proud. I'm very proud. Um, White people can stay mad. Or ignorant white people who are willfully ignorant can stay mad. That's your problem. We are not going to let you steal our Latina joy, our black joy. We are going to keep living our lives and loving our culture and loving our heritage and loving who we are and expressing who we are. Hey, Rashida Jones has my birthday. Oh, how funny. Yes. <laughs> and living our best life. I'm okay with all these people being on my birthday. I'll allow it. You're gonna allow it. So thank you guys for joining us today. I know there was like a lot of uh, (laughs) yelling (laughs) and angry ranting from me, but it was just things I just had to get off my chest. But you know, as much as like the haters want to hate, like we're just gonna focus on the positive. We're gonna just enjoy watching this halftime show over and over again with each other because we appreciate it and if no one else appreciates it well that's their problem because we're having fun and living our best lives thank you guys for joining me thank you to Addis and to Steph for always you know like coming out supporting me joining me on this quest that is making a podcast Mm -hmm. and um I'll see you guys next time